0: Harvey, welcome along to the uh, Blood Red podcast with the Liverpool Echo, uh, we're here in association with New Balance and we can see your uh, brand spanking uh, Liverpool Red boots that mm-hmm. are shining just behind us here. Uh, just tell us a little bit more about the boots and, and why we're here today and uh, your relationship with uh, with New Balance. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, uh, New Balance and I have uh, come up with, I would say, a masterpiece in creating my own personal football boot um, and you know, yeah, it's a... Uh, so boot that's very uh personal to me. Um, I've you know, got a lot of details that mean a lot, you know, in my life and along the way in my football career and I had to top it off with uh with the red colour as well to match the football kit. Yeah,
0: and named in honour of, of your dog yep. who's named after Sir Bob himself, Paisley. Exactly. He's uh, got his little French bulldog face on the back yep, of the heel. Yep. So very much a um, you know, feels like it's you know, your boot and, and your design.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I feel like it's you know unique as well. Um I just wanted something that was, you know, a bit different from the rest. And I mean, what a, what a great design, and um, yeah, seen as you know, very personal to me as well. It's it just adds that extra touch.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of your teammates are obviously big for their brands, and, and it feels like now with you, you know, getting more responsibility in the team, becoming a you know a bigger player in, in a new look squad. It feels like it's the, the perfect time for you to 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 grow your own brand, as it were, and, and obviously New Balance. Teaming up with them, we've, we've had a great relationship with the club over the years. It feels like it's a, a natural fit almost.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, ever since I first signed with them, they've, they've they've shown me you know enormous amounts of love and always been there for me whenever I've needed them and um, you know helped me out along the way in my career so far. And you know, I want to give everything back to them. And I feel like you know this design here is another um, another part of you know what the brand's able to do. And um, just know why it's different from the rest.
0: Yeah, well you mentioned then about your career so far, you are only 20 but feels like you've been on the scene for quite a while, you signed for Liverpool as a as a 16-year-old for Fulham uh, A lifelong red. Um, what were your, 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 your thoughts and feelings when, when you joined in, in 2019, joining the uh, Champions of Europe at the time?
1: Yeah it was, I can't really put it into words and didn't really sink in until the first day I walked in you know for training I was yeah. like right I'm actually here you know seeing all the big players and putting on the kit, going out to train, you know, seeing the boss as well. And yeah, it kind of, you know, it was a touching moment for me and my family. Um, you know, my dad, especially being a Liverpool fan as well, um, for him, you know, he, he was the happiest dad in the world. And uh, I was actually crying with, with, I would say, enjoyment as well um, when, you know, when the contracts were signed and stuff. and. You know, yeah, it's been a, a great journey so far, and hopefully many more years to come.
0: Yeah, uh, I was at your debut actually at MK Dons in, in oh. the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Um What were your memories of that day? Because it was it was a very young team. You know, you had the likes of Rian Brewster in there and um, Pedro Chilavert coming mm-hmm. off the bench, and but you were you were kind of the um, the one of the people were there to watch on the night. to you heard about this young lad who Liverpool had signed, and, and he wanted to get a real glimpse of them.
1: Yeah, I was just so annoyed I didn't score, um, <laughs> I hit the bar hit twice, the bar Yeah, yeah. hit it twice right I think at the start of the game and then right at the end of the mm-hmm. game but I mean yeah putting on a shirt you know walking out to uh, you know the fans singing and I just remember I looked over to the away end and you know because we had more seats and that just see you know the whole stand was just uh, full of red shirts and it just made me so excited you know mm-hmm. to go out and play and kind of showcase my talent at such a um, you know young age and I just wanted to leave everything on the pitch, and you know, wrung my heart out. And you know, ever since that game, it's exactly what I've been trying to do. You know, each and every game, I just yeah. want to go out and uh, run my socks off, and you know, try and give them back.
0: Yeah. So you made two Premier League appearances that season as Liverpool swept all before them, yeah. then you got 99 Premier League points and won the first title for 30 years. Could you quite believe that that was happening in your first year? You obviously you weren't as established as you are now, but you were still around the fringes and getting a taste of it all. And that was just an unbelievable season.
1: Yeah, it was, you know, the season on the whole was was great, um, you know, with what we won and to be around it. And, you know, just that feeling that from such a young age, it gave me that taste to, to want more of it. Um, you know, it was unfortunate that we couldn't celebrate with the fans and stuff. And, um, you know, but we had the opportunities with the Caraba Cup and FA Cup as well. When for me, it was just, as I said, it's something that I just wanted to keep getting tasters of. I just wanted yeah. to, you know, keep going back to these moments and keep creating history with with Liverpool. And um, you know, for me personally, it's it's a goal of mine to to win as much as we can. Um, and you know, this time hopefully we can celebrate with the fans.
0: I think um, I think at the time he needed five Premier League appearances was it, for a winners' yeah, medal, but five. the boss gave you his medal, is it? Is that right? Um,
1: I'm not sure whether it was his, it could have been his, um, but I got one at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, I think it was, I, I walked into the changing rooms after, you know, the the parade and uh, presentations and they, you know, they gave it to me there. And then, yeah, it wasn't like I was, I mean, I can't really describe how it felt. I was just over the moon and sending pictures to my mum and dad like, oh, I've got a medal, I've got a medal. And they were in the stand as well. Um, so I was able to go up and, you know, show them and, and you know, have a bit of a celebration with them. and. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, a member FDIC.
0: Um So from the, the end of the first season, you then join Blackburn on loan. Uh, different challenge. Um, you, you then become a, you know, a bit of a, of a key part of, of that team at the time. That must have been a, a, obviously a different experience to being on the fringes of the Liverpool first team. You're now a, in the championship with a little bit more rough and tumble and, and have does you that?
1: Yeah, I felt like it, it kind of set me up you know, in my in my football career, um, you know, it got me adapted quick to <clears throat> the men's game, and especially with the championship. You know, teams out are, are out there to hurt you know the players just because of the nature of the of the league. Like everyone wants to get promoted, everyone you know don't want to get mm-hmm. relegated as well. So for me, it was it was a great place to learn. And Blackburn, you know, ever since I walked walked straight through the door, they. they they put their arms around me, you know, they, they gave me the confidence, the fans were there to help me out. And um, yeah, I'm just you know, very grateful for for Tony Mowbray and, you know, his his coaching staff for believing in me because it was a big risk, a 17-year-old player. They wasn't really sure, you know, how it would turn out. And hopefully for them, you know, it was a good loan for me. But on a personal note, to play the amount of games that I did and, you know, kind of establish myself to, to men's football was great.
0: And yeah. um, so you come back to Liverpool, um, team for, for the following season. And then and then you find yourself in a little bit of a different role, don't you? As, as you know, part of the three-man midfield on the right. Yeah. You know, how, how did you adapt to that? And that seems to be the position that you, you've kind of made your own since then.
1: Yeah, it was hard. You know, it's a, it was a new position. Um, but for me, it was just about kind of learning the ways defensively, kind of, you know, learning where I needed to position myself. And um, yeah, it was just kind of I need, I need to take more responsibility. Um, as it's obviously a new position, um, but in possession it was just making sure I'd done my own thing, um, you know, and, and, and showing my quality and, and what I could do with the ball. Um, I feel like each and every game when I play the position, I learn more and I take it into the next game and, you know, it gets easier and easier. Mm.
0: And you obviously had the, the, the bad injury at Leeds. Um, I remember speaking to your manager a couple of months after that and <coughs> kind of asked them how you were getting on and you know, how, how you were as a, as a young player suffering such a, a, a bad injury and, and he called you an old soul <laughs> and what he meant by that was you, you were mature enough to have the mentality to to know that, okay, you're going to be absent for four or five months but you've still got the rest of your career and, yeah. and you start to look forward to and, you know, how much of a help was he on that recovery process? Because a lot of times, you know, if you're injured for a, for a manager, you know, you're used to them and, and you're kind of out the pitch yeah. for months but don't really get the feeling that was the same with him.
1: No, I mean, it just shows what a great, you know, person he is and a great manager as well. He was always there for me if I ever needed anything. And, you know, whenever he would see me around the building, <clears> he <throat> would, like, put his arm around me, you know, tell me everything was okay and ask me how I was doing. And when I was on the pitch, he was coming over to watch me train and stuff. And, you know, to have that support and, you know, that the manager there to, to show you that he cares, um, you know, kind of gave me that extra boost. Um, kind of, can like it made me work a bit more to kind of repay him in a way, just, you know, to, to get back as quick as I can. And, um, but yeah, as I said, it just, it, it sums him up really. He's just, you know, he's a great manager and he's got a great heart as well. And he wasn't only like it for me, he's been, you know, with every injured player along their journey as well. And yeah, that's, that's why, in my opinion, he's the best.
0: Yeah, I and mean, then you come back into the team that's going hell for leather for, for the quadruple. Go so close to a quadruple, I don't think anyone's ever, ever come that close. Um, what was it like for yourself at the time? Were you kind of just thinking, I'll just play wherever I can, whenever I'm asked, and maybe next season's when you'll see see yourself back at your best?
1: Yeah, you know, I was I was trying to get back in the team as well because, um, you know, I was on the bench, I weren't really in the squad and um, it wasn't I would say affecting me mentally, but you know at the same time you're not doing what you love, you're not playing football yeah. and you know it was kind of I felt like it kind of got the better of me, and um not that my focus wasn't there, but you know, I was getting worked up too quick, you know I wasn't really staying you know calm and, and patient, I was getting frustrated with myself, thinking you know, would I be the same um, Have I lost you know kind of that yard of pace or how I was before my injury. Um, but yeah, I kind of just, you know, saw the season out. I played a you know a few games towards the end of the season and tried to get myself back in a rhythm. And then, you know, when it was the off season, I just made sure I was like, right, next season, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be different. I'm going to make sure I go in in a better shape. And, um, you know, I'm going to go in stronger and hit the ground running as soon as I go through them doors.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say you did that because I think it was, the Chelsea game in April which was the first game that you weren't involved in at all. So you yeah. made over 40 other appearances yeah. last season. Um, difficult season for the club as a whole, coming after such a, so close one to the quadruple. But for yourself, it felt like the one that where you really sort of established yourself as, as a serious, you know, important member of the Liverpool first team going forward. Yeah,
1: it was, you know, it was a great season for myself, but, you know, for the team, um, yeah, I'd say, yeah, obviously it wasn't the best. We wanted to, to aim towards you know bigger and better things than what we did and um it just wasn't our season uh which is you know one of them things that can happen in football and you know this season we just need to make sure we come back and um you know all the doubts and and, and all the you know anger and uh all the chances that we missed last season we need to pull it into this season and, you know hit the ground running which we have done so far and um keep winning games and you know try and make up for for what we missed out on last season and you know, I feel like the way the the, the boys have been so far and um, just the, the positiveness and the buzz around the club, I feel like th- this season's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, it does feel that way, you know, nine games in. It feels like there's, there's a freshness to it. You know, the manager's yeah. got a little bit of a spring and a step once again. And, and, you know, some big experienced players have moved on, some younger players have mm-hmm. come in and, you know, looking at it now, you you know, the likes of Domsabar's line and Cravenberg and, and McAllister, they're all older than you, but Given that you've been here for this your fifth season now, do you feel like it's it's an opportunity for you to take on a bit more responsibility and maybe take one or two of them under your wing and and kind of explain how little things work and whatever else? Uh,
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, whenever a new player comes in, whether it's you know a young a young player or a very experienced player, not just myself but you know the team are, are, are around them as quick as possible and trying to bed them into you know the group and the club and show them the Liverpool ways and I mean these the, these lads have come in and in all fairness we haven't really needed to do it with them. They they, mm. they knew from the start and um this season, you know, they hit the ground running and and, and have been flying and um, you know, especially Dom Sobozli he's he he's come in and been unbelievable as well as McAllister and, and Ryan as well. So um yeah the the group is just gonna get stronger and stronger and definitely this season has a different, you know, feel about it and as a team we feel like we can push for
0: everything. Mm. I mean, I think the excitement for the supporters is they're not really sure what the potential is for this this new look squad. Obviously, previous years, they knew they were capable of winning Premier Leagues, Champions Leagues, but now it's sort of like, it's exciting. They've got goals, are flying in, loads of attacking players. It feels like the fans are thinking, you know, this team could be, you know, Liverpool 2.0 as the manager calls. It feels like they are really, you know, Capable of, of going on and maybe even emulating what has gone before in the previous years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like our squad depth now it's it's in a position where we're you know we're able to go for everything. Um, obviously, there's a still still a couple of players out injured, but if you look at you know our bench each and every game, they've got you know massive players on the bench that come on and, and affect the game and, and change the game very quickly. And um, as you said, it's kind of like Liverpool 2.0, and we just need to use that to you know our advantage and. Make sure that, you know, each and every game we're, we're making the most out of it. And if you're not starting, making sure you come on, you know, make the difference. And I feel like if we keep having that positiveness throughout this season, yeah, we can, why not? We can go for everything.
0: What's the next set of goals for yourself going forward?
1: Um, I think now to, to kind of establish myself in the team, you know, be a, a start a week in, week out. and um, then obviously on top of that, hopefully one day, you know, it comes and I can be the club captain. I um, feel like that's probably one of the, the end goals of mine, uh, maybe towards the end of my live Liverpool career. Um, but yeah, I mean, player-wise, everyone, you know, wants to come in, win trophies and, you know, win absolutely everything. And I feel like that's everyone's dream in the team. And, you know, we kind of all put them together and give it, you know, 100%. And I feel like if you sit together and, you know, Keep keep marching on as a team. We can do that.
0: Mm. Harvey Elliott's future Liverpool captain. Then, yeah.
1: Let's hope so. Yeah. Hope Thanks, so. Harvey,
0: thank you very much for thank your you. time. Appreciate, Appreciate it. That. Thank you. For thank you. Me. You've been listening to the Blue Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.